0: Hey everybody welcome into the divot room <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm chris and sitting across from me today is todd how you doing buddy super good it's good to have you back in the studio i feel like it's been a long time
1: it has been a long time it's feels awesome to be back had a just got a booster booster you're boosted yeah and i'm having the most disgusting burps <laughs> So if, so you're apologizing to our audience now? Before. Uh, audience, of, <laughs> no, I am not going to burp. I just am apologizing to you in case I give you an onion burp from way over here. <laughs> I'm good. And, you know. I've so, got a bit of a barrier. <laughs> some people can use this as their uh, excuse for not getting it. See, Newman had a side effect. <laughs>
0: burps. Stinky Burps. burps. Oh, uh, man, how have you been the last uh, week since we last recorded? Okay. You've played some golf. I know you FaceTime me uh, from Easy Moreland. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah. Right after I talked to you, it hailed. It
1: rained. <laughs> it was sunny when you talked yep. <laughs> Lightning, thunder for a hole or two. Yeah. And then I was like, dude, people stop. I'm not walking in. The clubhouse is too far away. Did, were you on 12 when I saw you? Part three. Yep. Yeah, I I thought so. It was really sunny that one way towards the east, and then behind us was a really dark, dark cloud. Uh It was so swampy. Uh, Had to leave early, though, because Baby Ken's had a big art show at my house. Nice. And it was just as well because I was playing like ass. I
0: ran into uh, Bill King, and he asked about you. Huh? He asked uh, because he thought that you were a a member out there. I uh, have men's club, sort of. Well, yeah, kind of. So, anyways, he was asking about you. That was nice. They live on uh, East Easy Moreland. I know. So. I, I see their house from t- t- one, two, three, four. Yeah, I think so. Four-ish. Four. Is it five, the par three downhill? Yep. So, I think four is the one with the tennis courts kind of by the green yep. there. Yeah. Yep. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been resting. I've been taking it easy. I've had a little bit of a knot in my back. Yeah. So. It, I've never experienced this before. It's laid me out for, for a few days. And uh, don't have any shooting pain down my leg. Don't have anything, any sort of sharp pain. It's just that muscle spasm kind of tight back feeling. And it's kind of laid me out for a couple yeah,
1: days. Yeah, it's painful to watch you get up out of that chair. Yep, But, you know... A good friend of ours, Gary, grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it. Remember when his back was hurting in Chambers Bay and I fixed him? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but oh I, yeah. But
0: I also sent him into rehab. <laughs> he got so drunk. Yeah. Poor bastard. He realized it wasn't Mike's hard lemonade he was drinking. He was drinking Mike's harder and, and that flask. But, man, his back was perfect after that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Jeez. Yeah, I was actually really worried. It uh Friday night, Saturday morning that, uh, had I had any sort of golf plans, big golf plans that I would have been out. Yeah. It was bad. It's, it's for you. You've never had back
1: issues like myself, which has had the back surgery, but yeah, if, it looks like a spasm to me. It's yeah. just messed up and all you can do <clears throat> is just wait her out.
0: Yeah. It's, it is getting better every day, which has been nice because it's, uh, yeah, it was kind of worrisome there at the beginning, but the next morning I woke up feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning, I woke up feeling a little bit better. And then last night, I got a little bit better sleep and woke up feeling a little bit better this morning. So yeah. it's, it's a work in progress. So, But I'm, then
1: it got set back by watching your beloved Rams. Good <laughs> God, man.
0: Well, I was sitting right here in the divot room in one of these recliners with the heat, heating pad. And some Bud Lights, so Jeez. the back was doing okay, but yeah. Watching
1: them stink it up against Tennessee. And didn't Tennessee, like, lose to Jacksonville or something last
0: week? Well, they've been beating the really good teams and losing to the really bad teams. The problem, the, the nice thing about the Rams is, I mean, they're on pace to be 14-2. and two. Yeah, and and just have to play a wild card on the road against right. Dallas. Yeah.
1: The, oh, well. The... I, uh, for our gamblers out there, I'm sitting on a three out of four parlay. Oh, nice. If I get the bears plus six and a half, yeah. Five dollars gets me sixty-eight. Oh, God, please, oh please. The Bears, though. <laughs> what do you think? What are their chances against the Steelers?
0: Uh I don't know. I kinda I kind of think I like the Steelers on yeah. this one. I really do. At home, God. The Bears are at home? I think th- I thought it was the Steelers,
1: which makes me nervous. But, you know, the Steelers, I feel like they play down
0: to whoever they're playing. Could be. Kind of like the Ducks. It's going <laughs> to... Right? Although oh, well, no, we can't mention Duck football on this podcast. Sorry, <gasps> well, Sorry Frank.
1: <laughs> it was pretty funny because the Ducks playing the Huskies, who everybody hates the Huskies. Yeah. Unless you went there. But that debacle it just hilarious how the huskies were down by a touchdown and they decided to punt yeah and their 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 center hiked it out of the end zone
0: yeah oh god yeah. oops
1: <laughs> mighty are the man in the purple
0: and gold <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man poor fuckers uh. Uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that we actually did lose a firefighter uh, last month and we had his service on Friday, Rick Ilg from Forest Grove Fire Department. He uh, he succumbed to uh, occupational cancer and uh, we had his service on Friday. And uh, anyways, let's just cheers to Rick Ilg. Yep, uh, toasty. Yep, yeah. worked with him a little bit at uh, Metro West way back in the mm. 90s. Yeah, spent since spent several hours with Rick on an ambulance. Super, super awesome. Nice guy. And part of Forest Grove
1: Fire Department, and in local 1660, the union.
0: Yeah. Yep. So. Anything else, dude? Did you play? Did you just play golf one time at Easy Moreland? Yep, I was helping Babykins
1: get ready for
0: for a big, big art show. Big art show. And I was planning on trying to get ready for our big banding trip here in a few weeks. And uh, we'll, we'll sit back, but it's okay. I'll, I'll go hit some hosel rockets on the mats before we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be so much fun.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: I usually like to go up to Stone Creek and play the front nine a few times before we go. And there have been some years where I go up there purposefully in the rain. Oh, smart. And just kind of get used to it. Uh, that's, that's a good plan. Yeah. Well, the plans are altered. We'll see how my back does. No big deal. You're going to be fine. It'll get better. Anything else, dude, before mm-hmm. we get a shout out to our sponsors, Sisters Meat and Smokehouse? Do it. Sisters Meat and Smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce. It's a big, nice, red barn-looking building. If you're cruising out to Central Oregon this winter to go skiing, go golfing, do whatever you're going to do, or if you just want to head out to Sisters just for the day, just to grab a bite to eat, swing into Sisters Meat and Smokehouse. Can't beat our meat.
1: Nice. Ooh. I just saw some naughty monkeys eating a bunch of bananas, I think, at Mayakoba, where they had them out for the players. Yeah, did you see that? Andrew Landry was throwing, <laughs> was it him that was throwing the bananas? No, but they, they were just, th- th- these
0: monkeys that hadn't eaten in, like, months, they're just shoving bananas down their piles. That's funny. Dude, so Andrew Landry was, like, eating a banana, and they started running after him, and he just kind of kept throwing it. <laughs> and Aaron Wise was in his group, just started laughing. and Because Andrew Landry, he, he like, he started running away from the monkeys because they were running at him. Yeah, and get finally it. we tossed the last piece of banana, and then they all ran after the bananas. So God, that's funny. You don't want to get bit by a monkey. That's bad news. I've oh, seen oh. movies about that. It doesn't end well. King Kong? No, outbreak. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Remember Ebola? Ooh. Yeah, God. Spread by monkeys was in that, Mexico. <laughs> was that um Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman Hubert Gooding Jr. and, and Renee Russo. And And Kevin Spacey. Yes. Yes. Before he
1: got the The canceled culture. Cancel culture. The mob. Yeah. The mob got him.
0: Because he was a naughty
1: man. Yeah. Yes. Exactly.
0: Morgan Freeman was in that too uh yes c- yes he was, yes, he he was, was one the, of the military guys right the colonel yes morgan freeman what a what a wonderful human being that guy is amazing actor I we should have him on our podcast just so he can be a better voice than us he's amazing yeah i agree you know he, <clears throat> he's one of those kind of guys sorry kathy joy for clearing my throat he's one of those kind of guys that uh you know, you wish you just had recordings. <laughs> you just wish you had recordings of like children's books to play to your kids when you're when they were younger. To just have Morgan Freeman reading to your children because it's just a soothing voice. I feel like I've heard a book, a video, audio book that he's done. And it's you never make it through because you fall asleep. Well, you probably saw an audio book too by uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> 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 That one's a good one. I like that one. I do, too. I've just... always I've always joked that, you know, ever since we had this automated Samantha doing our tones at work, I always thought that it would be nice that at night we should have Samuel Jackson tapping us out for night calls. God, that would be funny. It, or just wake the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> right? You know, yeah, no, it'd be great. All right, dude. We got a lot to kind of cover in news. Oh, so. yeah. Big news last week, I think it came out maybe the day after or two days after we last recorded that uh, there's new rules for yardage books. Uh, I do have the rules in front of me as far as what the new rules entail, but there was a lot of tweets from caddies basically with all their yardage books laid out saying, I guess these won't do any good anymore. So, Green's books are out. So, they they can't have those separate greens books. Right. And the yardage books are basically going to be approved by a committee before the tournaments. And there's several things. You can't use old yardage books. So, you can't use old – well, you could probably use old notes, but only certain notes. Jeez. So, you can't use instruments during practice rounds to help you either. So Are you, you can't, fucking kidding me? Are they trying to slow this down? You can't use levels. You can't use. You, you remember when Tim Tucker was on the show and he was talking about that ball that they have that they drop and they to to measure the indent of yep. the green yep. to kind of figure out like how much spin you would get. Can't use that. Can't use any outside influences. So you can't use compasses. So when people go through caddies, good caddies, we would go through and and when I say we I would do a little bit of this, but instead, if you didn't want to buy that. 80 or a hundred dollar greens book. Mm-hmm. You would basically make measurements, take measurements from different p- parts of the green and s- get the slope yeah. o- off of a level. Yeah. I have a digital level. I'd set it on the green. You push a button and it shows you which way in the degree. And then uh compass just to kind of make sure that the directions on the yardage book is correct or accurate just so you know which way the wind is coming out of and stuff like that. Um, but you can't use any of that stuff anymore. I think they the intention was to speed up the game. No you want, you want to know what the purpose was? Yeah, so I'll read this to you. this is this is what the PGA uh, put out to the PGA Tour members and caddies. It's, okay. It lists basically I'm not going to read the whole thing because it just kind of describes exactly what I just described, but there is one paragraph here. he sa- it says the purpose of this local rule is to return to a position where players and caddies use only their skill judgment, and feel, along with any information gained through experience, preparation, and practice to read the line of play on the putting greens. In addition to this new rule, a tournament regulation will be amended to extend the prohibition on using any device to test the conditions of the putting green to include practice greens and during all official practice rounds and pro ams. Wow. So, if I want to be able to go out <clears throat> in a practice round and walk the course and test the greens, the only thing I can do as a caddy to get to know those greens is roll a golf ball. Yep. I can't do anything else. Wow. Can't use levels. Can't use weighted balls to kind of check the indentation. Can't even use my old yardage books that I have all my notes in and stuff. You can ex- you can probably bring over some notes from years past, but only specific. You can only draw in putting lines. You can't put. Oh, geez, I don't. This is, sounds fuzzy. This is handsome. Cool. So they were just talking about it yesterday on the golf tournament about how all the players are starting to learn aim point now. I wonder if Tucker's starting to get a lot of phone calls. Oh, of course, the <laughs> guy taught it. I know.
1: Jeez. So I think one of the important things of aim point is you got to know how fast the greens are stimp. Yeah, and and you, you and then you go from figure, there. that you can't figure that out. Well, hopefully the tournament's going to tell you. Hopefully they will. Well, I think I think
0: he said it was eleven. Well, it's kind of important. Is it 11 or is it a 10? Didn't they always go off of something? Didn't him and Bryson always go off an 11? He said something to to that effect that they would always, everything was based off an 11 or something and then kind of go from there. That was their baseline. Okay. So, and then if it's faster or slower, you can adjust. Right. Wow. But yeah, I mean, they had all sorts of instruments and tools and stuff. And to be honest with you, dude, I mean, all of that, preparation and work is part of the experience that you get as a caddy to be able to, for, for knowledge of it. Yeah. If I want to go out with a level on my own time and work my butt off to try to get different slopes and grades of the green, let me do it. Well, and it, I, I I thought it was kind of annoying.
1: <clears throat> um, yeah. On a two foot putt, you'd see the pro pull his, his thing out and he'd look at the green reading. Yeah. Oh, this! I I see an arrow pointing that's going to break left.
0: Did I show you or break right? Have I ever showed you those yardage books? And how many numbers are on there? And how annoying it is! (laughs) I bought one for one tournament. About eight holes into it, Madigan looks at me, goes, "I don't want to use this anymore." What What is this, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Pumpkin Ridge. (laughs) that's that's a really bad it's a really bad scorecard wow he, he just pulled it out of my stuff why are you why are you gonna no why are, we already talked about this talk. sorry we already talked about this I card see in a Team previous Frosties. episode it is well I had, to, I had i had to draw in snowmen on those holes because you said that we that you have to draw a snowman it makes it better yeah it makes it better it makes it yeah oh god that's funny yeah yeah I mean, you can't just steal my shit and then give me shit about it. I'm sorry.
1: I, I kind of bullied you.
0: You did a little bit. That's, I'll accept your apology, though.
1: Thank you. All right. Well, that's that's big news. And uh, you, you know what? It I kind of like it on the greens. It sometimes got tedious. So. I,
0: I say take the greens books away. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, but the rest of it but, it. but to say that a caddy can't go out and measure the greens themselves and... It, that seems asinine to me. It's not like they're gonna they they can't do it during a round. It's not like they're gonna go in front and put a level down in front. No. What but if, if during a practice round you want to take different measurements around the green? What's the big deal? Yeah. What if that's see, just gaining experience?
1: What if you see Patty Reed's caddy over there the, the day before doing something?
0: <laughs> that's fine.
1: Yeah, you you, you call <laughs> Tim. <laughs> no, it's not Tim Fincham anymore. It's uh, Jay Monahan. Yeah. All right, that's big news. What else you got?
0: Uh Corn Ferry Tour uh Corn Ferry Tour Q School finals going on right now. I think they just finished up. So K-f- KFTQS finals. <laughs> yeah. So they just uh I think they had some inclement weather on Saturday, so they did not play on Saturday, so they finished up uh today. How many uh, people got their card? Well, I think everybody that qualifies for finals has some sort of status on the KFT yeah, and i don't know what that looks like okay. i don't know if it's um you know if you come in dead last, how many starts do you get maybe one I don't know okay who won but I do know uh, Zach Fisher won, so he actually has full status Booyah. because he's the medalist, so anybody in the top 10 uh, gets guaranteed 12 starts. Anybody in the top 25 in ties gets guaranteed eight starts.
1: 12 starts and you got to be in the top
0: 10. Top 10 in ties. So I'm looking down this and then in the top 10 in ties. I have none of my players that I follow are in that. Now of the top 25 in ties, I do have a few. So Kyle Westmoreland. The uh, Air Force guy that played in the U.S. Open. Okay. Solid dude. He finished T-19, so he'll get eight starts. What do he shoot? How many under? He's at three under. Okay, nice. Uh, Corey Pereira, who, front of the show, Chris Hamilton caddied for at uh, oh, okay. Pumpkin Ridge a few years ago. He, T-19, so he'll get eight starts. Chris Baker, who was just on the PGA Tour last year, who huh. had to re- go back through qualifying. Yeah, never heard of him. He uh, he finished at T fourteen, so he gets uh, um, he gets eight starts, and then at T eleven, one shot away from uh, tied for tenth, Jeremy Paul, who's from Germany, and I played in a practice round with this guy up in Victoria when I caddied for uh, Timothy Madigan. Nice guy. He has a twin brother, mm. and uh, there we played both with both of them in a practice round. Super nice guy. So T eleven. So he'll he'll get eight starts.
1: Is there any notable names f- from the PGA Tour
0: in the top ten? Uh, no, not in the top ten. You know, not that I not that I can recognize. I mean, uh, I I could go through this, but I'm not going to. But guys that I that I um, follow, Scott Harrington, yeah, T twenty nine.
1: Oh, so he, he was on the tour last year. Yeah.
0: Um, poor bastard, poor bastard, yeah. Uh Eric Compton T63. Oof. Uh Big Mike Fisaki. He was uh highlighted earlier this year. JT gave him some money to help out with his endeavors. Oh yeah, Mike Bukaki. Yeah, DT63. Again, I think some of these guys will get starts. It's just a matter of you know capitalizing once you get there.
1: And a bunch of Monday qualifiers.
0: And a, and, and and they will be playing in these Monday qualifiers for uh, um, the Corn Ferry. Uh, Rob Oppenheim, uh-huh. uh, he's been up and down from the PJ Tour. He ended up T-105. Oof. Yeah. I bet so. if you would have played, you would have done T-106 or 7. Well, uh, oh, who is this guy? Justin Warren from Australia. Good night, Mike. Solo 148, shot plus 23 for four days. You'd have fucking kicked his ass. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> he didn't smoked him. One guy, uh, one guy, Corey Sean, he WD'd uh, during the third round after his first two holes. Uh-oh. He shot 75 the second day and 70 the first day. He must have had some sort of injury.
1: mm how?
0: So uh anyways, uh yeah. So they were playing out at Landings Club in Savannah, Georgia, which there is a Corn Fairy Tour event out there. And it got me thinking because I caddied in the uh, Corn Fairy Tour finals a few years ago in twenty eighteen. So I was like, you know, I can't remember how how well did we finish. And you were texting me back and forth during that tournament. And uh so just to give people a perspective, so I caddied for Timothy Madigan, T three. First time he's ever finished uh, better than minus 20. Uh Uh-huh. He he shot minus 25. Wow. He shot 66, 65, 63, 69. Jeez. So Danny Walker was the soloist of that tournament. Haven't really heard of him, had you? Nope. Okay. Solo second was Norman Chong. He's an Oregon duck. And then I'll go through some of these notables, and we'll kind of see just to give a perspective. So Timothy finished T3. So just going down. Uh, Gellerman, who was in our group on that final day, he ended up finished T3. Uh, I'm going to scroll down here. Michael Gligick. Mm -hmm. He's on the PGA Tour. T13. Yep. Um, Come on. Scroll down. There you go. Uh, Chad Ramey. He played in it. T25. Very nice. Um, Got more people here. We've got Josh Creel. Heard of him, friend of the show. Oh, T- yeah. T-34 that year. You know who else is T-34? I'm uh, going to stop it right here because Scotty Scheffler was T-34 in high school that year. So, And now he's big shot. Now he's a big shot. So just goes to show you, you, you might not get those guaranteed starts, but you, you'll you get some starts. Mm-hmm, and Which is important. Yeah. And can you make the most of those
1: starts- Right, and speaking of Scotty, he just shot a 58 at his home course in Dallas at Royal Oaks Country Club. Shithole, huh? Yeah, in <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, 58, 58. I Damn. think he, I think he played the combination whites and blues
0: though. Do you think he got a bogey? No, he absolutely did not. You don't think so? It'd no. be awesome if he got one bogey. I saw his card; it was a
1: bunch of circles. Um, speaking of which, on news, Steve Alker. Yeah. He wins the Timber Tech. It's the, for the round bellies. You know which country he's from? Uh, Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> I knew it was close. He has four Corn Fairy titles, last one being in 2014. So he, he started, he turned 50 this year, goes to Boeing, which is in Seattle. Monday qualifies, and from then on out has six straight top 10s. Wins this week, wins $305,000. In his six starts, he's earned $896,000, more than his PGA Tour career ever. So in nine tournaments, he makes more than his entire career.
0: Good for him. Yeah, no shit. Super nice guy. So I caddied out at Pumpkin Ridge in 2020 for Michael Arnold. And we played in a practice round with uh Steve Alker and his uh caddy-hmm super 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 nice guys uh anytime a veteran caddy out there is is nice to me and gives me some tips and treats me well uh i I remember that and his caddy was top notch just super nice guy didn't make me feel like a scab because let's be honest that's what I was no <laughs>
1: so, you no know, they don't yeah. have union caddies yeah, yeah they
0: don't yet. Yeah um but yeah super nice guys i'm super happy for those guys so
1: when you were doing that stuff did any did any, did tim ever gamble with the other guy
0: uh tim tim did not no no No, i haven't seen any sort of gambling i've seen it in other groups or at least guys talking about playing for money
1: okay but yeah all right let's see on news oh Uh, there's this one guy called or named aaron
0: rodgers a aaron Rod- rodgers aaron Rodgers. he's oh. in the news oh i've heard of him yeah <laughs> where are we going with this one he
1: fucking lost his mind okay um so basically he got the COVID. correct start for people that don't know he's the starting quarterback for the green bay packers uh was kind of holding out this year for more money, maybe a trade. Da, 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 da. He, yeah. Jeopardy host for a week. He's all over the TV All State. Huge spokesperson. He used to be a spokesperson for a <clears throat> healthcare system in Wisconsin. He's not anymore. But anyways, he got the COVID this week and was told you're you're out for 10 days. Yeah. And everybody was like, whoa. I I thought Aaron said he was vaccinated. So they went back and looked at the interview that he gave in August. And point blank, somebody said, hey, have you been vaccinated? He says, yeah, I've been immunized. He continued, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge these guys. Well, it turns out he wasn't immunized. He told
0: a little liar, liar pants on fire. He wasn't vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. It's semantics. He, he was he he was immunized based on his own personal medical <laughs> choices,
1: right? So he right. he's this is what Rogers says. "Quote: I realize I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. Woke mob." He says this on the Pat McAfee show. So before my final nail gets put in my cancel culture casket, I think I would like to set the record straight on so many of the blatant lies that are out there about myself. He says the media was on a witch hunt to find out which players were vaccinated and blamed reporters for him saying he was immunized. Yeah. Don't you have this thing about, you know, you you take... What is that? You take ownership?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, people have to take ownership for their actions. And a, a Ron is not taking ownership for his actions.
1: He He's a... <clears throat> the, 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 these very rich people that I think he's conservative, they take on this poor me... I don't even know if he knows what the woke mob is. When he says woke, do you, do you know what that means? What I, woke don't,
0: I don't know. I heard that, and people are making a big deal about it. I don't know what it means.
1: It, in essence, basically what it means is, I think I printed something out. I thought I did. But talking about being woke is being <clears throat> awake to that there might be discrepancies in racist and sexist like that women might get paid less that there is issues with race and color and you're being awake to it gotcha well it's turned into this political thing where you turn it around and it's a political thing that you can say that you're being judged unfairly Mm. it's not a good analogy and and why he says it it, it makes no sense. <clears throat> and and here's the deal. Let's say that you suddenly don't like eating meat. Yeah. I think that, you know, eating meat is a bad plan. If you eat meat, that's stupid. Sisters, meat and smokehouse might cancel us. They might cancel us, yeah. Are, are we being part of the cancel culture, or is it what you say has... Has an impact. Has an impact, so... Anyway, this is it's huge news. I, I wonder if he's going to double down. Do you have any
0: thoughts? Uh, I, I my my feeling is, is he has enough smart people around him to make him smart. That he's probably it's not going to double down, but he'll probably just weather the storm and just move on.
1: The, when you say smart people around him, cause he had mentioned one of his quote unquote smart people, Joe Rogan. <laughs> he asked Joe on medical advice on what he should do oh, if he, okay. if he got the, the COVID. And, and Joe was like, dude, take the inver, invermectin. Yeah. Zinc and. Okay, vitamin C so and
0: chose his, his med- medical his medical consult, cons-
1: consult. <laughs> Okay, I think he's going to double down.
0: I like Joe Rogan, but I, I mean, you know, just for enter- pure entertainment value.
1: So do you listen to his podcast? No. Oh, okay, I, I think Joe Rogan's a he's a dipshit, um, and I'm probably going to get canceled by him now.
0: <laughs> That's okay because <laughs> I don't yeah. think Joe Rogan knows who we are. Gives two fucks, but yeah. I just
1: think it was just a very strange thing and we've seen pe- bigger people put their foot in their mouths and we'll see what happens so.
0: yeah we'll see his story's not over New his story just began Yep. A. A. Ron Rogerson Ro- <laughs> Rogers Rodgers A. A. Ron Rodgers A. Ron Rodgers I like it thanks all right, dude, let's, uh, do you have anything else? Should we move on to the worldwide technology championship at Mayakoba? Let's do it. Nice. All right. Victor Hovland winner from Norway. Good day, mate. <laughs> God, <laughs> what do you got? I know you watched some of this. Uh, I know that there was some monkeys, uh, chasing bananas. God, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, chasing Andrew Landry. I know there's some good golf by a lot of good golfers. The 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 thing that a lot of people said was that it's an
1: intimidating looking drive.
0: There was a lot of kind of tight fairways, narrow, they narrow said, fairways. They yeah. said,
1: eh, it's not it that. Just looks it just looks. It's visually intimidating. Yeah. And you hit one bad drive and you go in the jungle, you're fucked. Right. It, it just it looked like a lot of lateral hazard, though.
0: So it's not like they're re it, though, right? Correct. Yeah.
1: So, you know, if you hit the ball straight, what was the winning score? 23-ish under?
0: Uh, let's go with that.
1: Yeah. And I think second pl- he, Victor beat the next two people by four. Uh, so it's, it wasn't like that crazy tournament where everybody was –
0: 29 to 50 under right yeah you're right 23 under and he beat carlos ortiz by four love so. it the so
1: apparently on wednesday there's this thing that the, the professional golfers do they call it speed training oh huh. all right i i think it's 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 akin to Bryson DeChambeau where as hard and as fast as you can. Hit him as just long, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So Victor Hovland is on the range doing speed training, he's standing next to Danny Lee. He says, hey, Danny, you should try my driver. It's like an inch longer than yours. So Danny takes this this mighty lash and fucking breaks his shit. Oh, no. I did not hear about that. His fucking driver explodes and... So apparently the Callaway and Titleist they didn't bring their equipment vans.
0: Well yeah cuz they're playing in Mexico. Right,
1: nobody wants to drive no, down there. they are going to drive down into Mexico? There you could get buy some bandidos or yeah. some drug cartels yeah, will no. take your shit and kill you. It's too far away. So he had Victor had an extra head in his bag but he didn't have a shaft but James Hahn came through and it was half inch shorter but he's like it's it's close enough that that the specs hits it 10 yards shorter but apparently as you can
0: see he won the golf tournament and did he give james hahn a little kicker yeah like and and then danny lee give him a kicker oh god right
1: like um if i was james hahn do you venmo like yeah hey you need to send me 110 dollars for that shaft a thousand bucks for the effort yeah yeah something for my caddy yeah Cause he did he win a million? I'm assuming so. Sure, at least, at least yeah, we'll a just mi- go with it. Just
0: we don't have the exact numbers in front of us for prize money, but yeah, uh,
1: Victor was he played a decent round on Thursday, but then Friday on uh, shoot, I can't remember what hole, but he pushed it like four paces, and wherever the pin was was too close to the edge. Hits a sprinkler head, goes out of bounds. Two stroke uh, ends up making a double, but he came through. I mean. He wasn't even on our radar until I think Saturday we were texting back and forth. You're like, dude, why didn't we pick the, the reigning champion?
0: Yeah. And and he's, he's playing good. So to answer your question, he won $1,296,000. I think he can afford a thousand dollar kicker to James Hahn. Yeah. He owes him big time uh who else did you say well danny lee yeah i don't know if those guys made the cut but i'll try to no danny lee definitely did i feel like he played well i thought he was top 10-ish maybe that's where he was after saturday yeah danny lee 218,700 t7 that guy he's finally he's like that's a big paycheck dude for seventh yeah
1: if you get seventh at the pro-am you get $35 in the pro
0: shop at Dry yeah. mountain Keegan Bradley made the cut, finished solo 70. He made $14,760. Jeez, Jeez. That's a good paycheck. For 70th. For just making the cut, yeah.
1: Jeez. Uh, Victor forgot his putter on Sunday. So he got done like on the 14th hole, and he was standing over by his bag. And... uh i guess he set it down next to the bag didn't tell his caddy hey it's sitting there they walk up to the par three which i think might have been 16 okay and uh anyways the caddy they show him running back and (laughs) they were laughing and (laughs) forgot your putter they're like if he would have made an ace they wouldn't have figured it out for two holes later and the caddy would have had to run all the way back oh man but I feel like at uh, when I caddied for Scott Krieger at the US Senior Open, there was this par four. And then the, and one day I set the bag right as we got off the green and walked back in the practice round. Well, in the real round, I hauled that heavy son of a bitch all the way to the tee. And then I thought I had left it up there. So I had to fucking run back and go get his shit because he handed me his putter.
0: I'm like, ugh. Oh, where's your bag? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Did you ever forget any, any bags, gloves, no. no, head I, covers. I, yeah, dropped head covers. Dropped putter head covers. I did that once and I just started tucking them in the bib pouch. Uh, so, did you have did somebody like behind you say, "Hey, we found your head cover?" No, I ran back. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I think I did it twice. I think uh yeah, once a spectator, I actually Madigan's wife might have grabbed it and then uh another time I just ran back and grabbed it. I mean, maybe 60 yards back. Did Mad Dog get mad at you? A little bit. But It's okay. He's my boss. That's funny. Yeah. It's okay. I bet because he
1: was just probably like, fuck.
0: Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't like, you don't want to upset the Apple car. You don't want to, no. you don't, you want to keep them focused. You want to keep them in the right state of mind. So anything that upsets that, you're, it's your fault. So, yeah. Sucked. But, you know, live t- and learn. T- That's t- one of those
1: things you learn. Yeah. You do, you make a mistake once and then you start tucking it. Yep. Uh yeah, that's about all I have because I was trying to watch I was hoping for some excitement, but Victor just poured in every
0: putt he made. Yeah. Uh James Hahn uh did make fifty thousand dollars. Uh so hmm. you know, I'm sure he he didn't need the kicker, but you know, for helping a guy out, you might as well just get throw him a thousand dollars. Well, so James Hahn had an extra shaft. So yeah, He's so, giving
1: his shaft, what if mine breaks? Right. Yeah. I saw your <laughs> face. You liked that when I said, give him the shaft. You fucking sick oh Jesus. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Did you go to church yesterday? <laughs>
0: <sighs> uh, all right. <laughs> Maybe we should go over our picks. Uh, yeah, we can. Did you see the shot Justin Thomas hit yesterday? He was in the woods. Yeah. And he tried to hit a big swooping yeah. hook. And I was like, does this guy really think, now that he's got bones as caddies, do you really think he's Phil Mickelson? Oh, jeez. I saw it, that. And it was a horrible shot. I mean, it, was, it could have been a lot worse. But I'm just like, you, I mean, you're just, looked, you are Justin Thomas. But you're not known for like these. You're He known hits for, cuts. He He hits cuts. But he also it just hits strong. He's just a strong iron hitter. Yeah. And you're not a trick shot guy. You just punch it out there, then hit your fucking wedge to about three feet. It looked like he was trying to hit an 80-yard hook. Yeah. I think he was trying to hit an 80-yard it hook. Was like, cause
1: it was like, because it was rehearsed and rehearsed. Yeah. It was like, oof. Yeah. And I thought I heard a
0: tree fast. I, I think so. I, I thought I heard it too. And it it might have clipped a tree and then just kind of kept it going straight. Probably probably helped him to hit that tree, take some off of it. Yeah, right? Otherwise, that's going into the Mayakoba jungle. I think he ended up getting a bogey.
1: How'd Cooch do? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do you think him and David Ortiz talked?
0: (laughs) Is that really the name of that, Caddy, or are you just making up David Ortiz, Big Poppy? No, I I feel like it was David Ortiz. It might have been. Let's check out Cooch. So, uh... Kuchar T twenty two. There you go. He made sixty nine thousand four hundred eighty dollars. Uh, just another day at the yeah the job site. Just another day at the job site. Dude, just collecting is, FedEx points. This and, is amazing. I mean, I I haven't paid a ton of attention to the prize money, but man, those guys. There's a lot of money out there. Well, and they're trying to
1: start a new tour. With the Saudi oil money. Yeah. And Greg Norman.
0: Greg Norman. We're going to, we're going to make it even better. Yep. He's just a bitter old man. So I didn't realize I had heard this on the No Laying Up podcast. They actually had like a two hour podcast on just that topic. That sounds fucking boring. Those guys, (laughs) those guys are like very (laughs) geeks. They're, they're geeks, but good geeks. Yeah. But, uh, they talked about how Greg Norman wanted to start, a, like, a worldwide tour back in, like, 1994. Yep. And he was denied by... Tim Fincham.
1: We we went yeah. over it a little bit. They said, you can do it, but if anybody wants to plan this thing,
0: they're done on the PGA Tour. That was back then? Yeah. So, Arnold Palmer had a huge thing in that, too, about basically uh-huh. saying, uh-uh.
1: So... Yeah, yeah, this is this is the tournament. This is the this is the yeah. league, and you know what? The, I know these guys are private contractors, but it would be a shitty product, especially doing it with the Saudis. Mm-hmm. It's just gross and dirty. Yeah. So fuck you, Greg Norman, and your Saudi buddies.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go over our picks. So I, ha- I had the first pick. I picked Abraham answer. I thought that was lead pipe. Oh,
1: God. I was so mad when you got him.
0: <laughs> so I had Abraham answer, Keith Mitchell, Brooksy. You called it. Brooksy didn't give a shit. He missed the cut. <laughs> and then my alternates were Justin Rosen and uh, uh, Camilo Vigegas. Camillo missed the cut. Rose, T40. Brooksy missed the cut. Mitchell, T56. Abraham answer, T7. Worked his way back up in there. Yeah. Your picks, JT, Seamus Power, Sergio, Carlos Ortiz, and Henley. So Henley, T56, Ortiz, solo second, Garcia, T7, Seamus Power, T11, JT, solo third. Solid, solid picks, dude. Yeah. So I won a dollar, you won $8. All right. You picked Ortiz and JT. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't pick Hovlin, but. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, you know, he's been playing good, but he just, I guess we didn't, did we even talk
0: about that he was a defending champ? Uh, was he the defending champ? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Crazy. No, he wasn't the defending champ, was he? Sure. Maybe. No. Huh. I'll be danged. No. I. <laughs> I feel like we talked about the defending champ. Gosh, why do you got to do this to me? doesn't matter. It's not like we're a news organization. <laughs> we're here for entertainment. We are here for entertainment. I don't think Carlos Ortiz. He, he not Carlos Ortiz. I'm talking Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland. Hovland. Yeah. Carlos Ortiz is the defending champion of the Houston Open. Oh, yeah. All right. Should we jump over to the Houston Open? Sure. All right. Hewlett Packard Enterprise Houston Open at Memorial Park Golf Course in Houston, Texas. Defending champion, Carlos Ortiz. Jeez, that's right,
1: right, right, right. <laughs> I was just...
0: Come on, Newman. Designer, Tim Doak. Par 70. Yardage, 7,300-ish.
1: 7, 7,300-ish.
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm done calculating the exact yardage. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, Monday qualifier... Was today. Uh, our boy Josh Creel uh, is the fifth alternate. He played in the uh, Monday qualifier today. So it's over. Uh, let me double check here that it is over. They've updated all the scores. Josh Creel did not make it in. There's still a few scores to be posted. Uh, but unless like Kevin Doherty or somebody shoots, shoots 300 in the back, which could could be. But uh, yeah. Yeah shoot i'm just
1: i'm just surprised he didn't get automatic into this because there's there is three golfers from the top 20 in this tournament this week
0: yeah i wonder because i was looking at um the field here brooks kepka's brother chase yeah is playing What what the hell how does he get in I don't know. He, Sponsor's exemption. I believe he plays on the European tour. So maybe there's some sort of. Jeez. I don't know, dude. I think it's kind of dumb. But uh, yeah, so Josh Creel is the fifth alternate. So maybe he'll get in on that, but maybe not. Um, you got anything on the Houston open there, Todd? I don't. I just, I'm, I'm right. I'm,
1: I didn't really do any research on Houston. You're just because it's a shithole. Yeah, it's where it's where the the Alamo was fought.
0: Not San Antonio. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) it's where the Astros are from. Oh, those fucking uh, cheaters! (laughs) Hate the Astros. Do you know who you're going to pick number one? I think so. Okay, I'm going to go. With Dick Pick, oh, you are Scotty Scheffler. That was going to be my first pick. Nice job, thank you.
1: I'm gonna. I'm always whining that I don't have the picks and ask you to send them. So I'm gonna write them down.
0: You don't think uh, you don't think he's gonna be a little worn out from his Mayakoba trip? Maybe some bad shrimp before he left home. He's coming home. Or, he's from Texas. He he's I in know.
1: Dallas. Dallas to Houston. I mean, he's he's fine.
0: All right. Well, I gotta go. I gotta stick with my normal uh, Homer picks. God, uh, yours the worst. What? I mean, really? Max Homa? Oh, well, that's no. Yeah, oh, I like that. Would uh, Abraham answer? I don't believe is in the field. Otherwise, you would have picked him first. Yes, yes, I would have. Okay, I am going to with my second pick. There's Kyle Westmoreland right there on the show. Joins Golf Central, and finished T nineteen in the Corn Ferry Tour fi- qualifying tournament. There he, he
1: is. He, yeah, he's doing it from. That looks like the clubhouse somewhere in the corner. Yeah, he's with, a good-looking man.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's going to be on the PGA Tour someday. I am going to
1: go with a tried and true guy that's hot right now.
0: Hot, 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 hot,
1: and that is going to be.
0: Matty Wolf. Do you have the odds in front of you? Or are you just going off the list of the field? I don't think the odds are out yet. Well,
1: I've got some odds on some golfers.
0: So what are the odds of Matthew Wolf winning the tournament?
1: Plus 2,500.
0: What are the odds of Matthew Wolf being in the lead after Saturday and blowing the tournament? Oh, that's real good. (laughs) It's real good. It's real good. I, I think I'd probably bet on that more than anything.
1: Hey yeah. You know what though? You know. I think he's he's playing good and he's yeah. he he wants to keep playing good. He's young enough where he's not tired from blowing Saturdays. Right. He's blown a few Saturdays and or
0: Sundays and he's learned. He is learning. Learned. You're right. I since you went with your dick pick, I'm gonna go with an Alice pick. Mm. Tony Fino. Yeah the now we've got we've got dick and alice covered this week yeah
1: all right so there's been you got the types of sam burns he's he's the favorite for some reason is
0: it because he's from texas uh it might be but isn't he um is, isn't is he like leader of the fedex i mean he's just yeah he's pretty good at golf yeah he's pretty good he's pretty good at golf
1: you got cameron smith the alley yeah.
0: rat you got sung jm
1: yep Taylor Gooch. Yep. He's playing good. They have Tyrell Hatton. That guy's a fucking hack. He's terrible. I wrote him down. Well, yeah, but I mean he because he's in the top. Adam Scott, Joaquin Neiman, Aaron Wise, Carlos Ortiz. Yeah, Carlos Ortiz would be a good pick. And I'm gonna pick him right now. Yeah. He's like my new favorite Mexican golfer. Like Carlos Ortiz to me is what Abraham Answer is to you. (laughs) Right. I'm gonna take Aaron
0: Wise. Yeah, I like that. He's trending. He is trending. And I I want him to win again so he can uh he he can kiss his girlfriend or wife better this time. Yeah. <laughs> not such an awkward what? embrace. <laughs> Where am I am I going tongue? Not going tongue. <laughs> I'm gonna take Sam Burns as my first E alternate. The favorite. Yep. We just picked as an alternate. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I've got Taylor Gooch, I've got Hatton, I've got Henley, uh, M, Cockrack, Long. What what about Brooksy? Neiman, no no Brooksy. That guy's not fucking interested. Pendrith, Pereira, Power, Ramey. Sean Pereira's playing? (laughs) His brother. Oh, okay. His brother, uh, Mito. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Cam Smith is still out there, right? Yeah. Seamus Power. Scott Stalling. He's playing pretty well, isn't he? He's yoked. Yeah, he is yoked. HV3. Oof.
1: I'm going to go with Gooch I saw Warren's pick He had Aaron Wise in HV3 Yeah, good picks Aaron Wise And HV3 playing three well. missed the card yeah.
0: Who would you say your first alternate is? Gooch I'm writing this down so that I don't have to You just take a picture of what I write down That's true Because that's what I send you after I send it to you After we meet We forgot to mention Patrick Reed No, we didn't okay. we,
1: we didn't forget Okay <clears throat> I am going to take
0: Sung J M. Nice, I like that. I am common spelling. I am yes. Um, I'm going to go with Adam Long, the Schlong. <laughs> what Adam Schlong? <laughs> Adam Schlong. Uh, yeah, Adam Long. He's uh played for Duke, uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh yeah, heart
1: yeah. heartstrings.
0: Well, and I, I have had the opportunity to be in the same group with them. I, I don't know. So there we have it. Todd's picks: Scheffler, Wolf, Ortiz. Alternates of Burns and M. My picks are Homa, Finau, Wise. Alternates of Gooch and Long. I feel like my picks are a lot stronger than yours. God, every time you say that, you get punished. <laughs> get punished. Yeah. Nice. All right, what do you got for final thoughts, dude? We got Ding Dong and Trunk Slammer. Yeah. And uh, I I think our Ding Dongs are going to be different. Yeah, he, yeah. I want to go into a little bit about a rant that I had last night. I might have taken it on Twitter and maybe we're canceled by, you know, some people, but that's okay because Chris Collinsworth is a, is a, Ding-dong. Yeah. Always has been. I can't stand him. And then he doubled down with his son, who sounds exactly like him, and now it's just like, ugh. But last night, Adrian Peterson was picked up by the Tennessee Titans. And last night, Todd and I are both Rams fans, so a little heartbroken by the loss last night. But it's okay. It's the NFL, and they're still going to do all right. But Adrian Peterson, I think he scored a touchdown, and this is when Chris Collinsworth – Started talking about Adrian Peterson. They talked about him a little bit earlier in the show, too. But at one point in time, he was just... And maybe I misunderstood. Maybe maybe he wasn't talking about Adrian Peterson. It sure as hell seemed like it, but he called him a good guy. Like, he's just a good guy. Yeah. Do we remember how he ripped his kid's scrotum open with a switch and he got in a lot of trouble? I mean, does, does that not resonate with anybody anymore? The fact that he... He made a really poor decision and hit his kid with a switch. A switch. This isn't just like, yeah, his four-year-old son. Yeah. What a ding dong. Yeah. That it's it's. We need to remember shit like that, and not call people good guys. No, when they're not.
1: No, and it, you can maybe say, "Oh, this guy got lucky to have a
0: second chance because uh, their regular running back is out." I don't ever think adrian peterson ever got kicked out of the nfl for that whole thing either Ooh, I you, you, think hit your, you hit your girlfriend you're gonna be barred for life well not for life because we know that people have not right. their their consign- i'm not saying that hitting your girlfriend is better than hitting your kid no, don't no, no. even come at us with this all i'm trying to say is chris collinsworth is a ding dong for calling adrian peterson a good guy yeah i agree and he was he uh he was released
1: by the Vikings. They deactivated him. I guess not After released. That, yeah, he was like, ooh, because he was charged, and I think that um, and Addison issued a statement suspending its sponsorship with him. So the the woke mob. The woke and mom, they yeah. they put in a couple cancel nails in his coffin because he was a fucking
0: public embarrassment. And let me, let me be first to say, I, I am a believer in forgiveness and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. But you can forgive somebody. And I, you know, I don't, it's not my place to forgive Adrian Peterson. But I also don't have to consider the guy a good guy.
1: That's uh, just Chris Collins. work being folksy and just... Saying it how it is, everybody's a good guy who's older.
0: He's a ding dong. He is. Uh, I've never liked that guy. He's just always been obnoxious to me. So maybe, maybe, maybe somebody else said it. It wouldn't have sounded the same, but since he said it, I was like, Arr. I liked him when he was playing. I didn't. I liked him. because Actually, I don't even remember him playing. But Well, you're too young. I know I am. I'm just a puppy dog. <laughs> yeah, you're just a baby. Just a baby.
1: But now, now him, he's just a little too folksy for me, just too familiar. So, yeah, <laughs> don't say that shit. Say, yeah, the Adrian Peterson, he's lucky that oh, uh, What's-His-Nuts.
0: Just talk about how Adrian Peterson is a great football player because he is. Yep. That's all you have to say is this yep. Adrian Peterson guy, he's just a good football player. I'm glad that he has a second chance. And and, and just say that. He's yep. in great shape, and he just scored a touchdown in the NFL after being gone for a year. So,
1: um, Good guys don't tear their four-year-old <laughs>
0: child's scrotum open with a switch.
1: Correct. Um, okay, that's a – that's a Curious Collinsworth this is a good ding-dong. Wow. I, I – <laughs> I I I Coming wanted
0: this week. I really didn't think that we had a segment like that.
1: <laughs> I want to make Aaron Rodgers my ding dong cuz he fucking A uh, A Rodgers. A A Rodgers. Rodgers. And to invoke L- Martin Luther King who had said if you see a, a policy that's a bad thing you should protest it but he was talking about if you're not allowed to drink out of a drinking fountain or if because of the color of your skin there is a policy yes but if your fucking union policy that you worked out with the goddamn boss says you wear a fucking mask if you're not vaccinated you don't fucking pick and choose You you fucking find employment somewhere else. You go through the, you fill out the paperwork. You go through your exemptions. You do that, but you don't say I'm not doing it because I think it's a bad policy. And Martin Luther King said, right. So all right, all right. Who's gonna who's gonna be our ding (laughs) dong, or should we go double ding, (laughs) double (laughs) ding dong? We
0: we need to go double ding, and we just we just oh wow, we just went there. Yeah, that was oh yeah, that was good. Let's drink. All right. <sighs> okay. Right. Trunk slammer. Well the only one for me is Kelly Kraft. What'd he do? He shot a seventy in the first round. Not and bad. He was even through thirteen in the second round. And then he WD'd mm. for an illness, it says. Uh oh, bad, bad shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> those street yeah.
1: shrimp tacos were so good the night before. Yeah. And he fucking got Oh, my i gotta go yeah I, I i gotta go yeah
0: that's horrible i like it like just just putting just 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 tapping in on 13 and be like i'm out guys i've got to get out of here just pulling, just run to the potty. just run to the port potty and be like hey i gotta get out of here guys can somebody finish. give me a ride like <laughs> the rules of this. can you give me a ride back <laughs> jeez yep <clears throat> oh man all right beautiful you got anything else?
1: Uh, just let's go Bears. The Bears. Oh, yeah. You you want your Bears to win. I mean, it's exciting. you your Bears. You're just, no, just, I, exactly. It's yeah. all about the money. It's all about the money. And I didn't bet on the Rams because they cloud me. Yeah. And I feel like, like you said, Tennessee yeah. beats the good teams, loses to the shitty teams.
0: I yeah. Just, you can't you can't bet it with your heart. You just, yeah. <sighs> it's, it's, it's too difficult. It is too difficult. You got anything else, dude? Uh, Negative. Good show, man. Yeah. A little controversy. I like it. Me too. I like it. All right, man. Well, you have a great week. You too. Everyone be good humans. Get vaccinated. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick. Except for Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't cut yourself off (laughs) yet, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Should we try that one more time? God, we're just... No, you're fine. We are doing great up until then. I say just send it off with the music. All right. I'll just do it one more time. Everyone have a great week, except for Patrick Reed.